You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? For lack of a better word, it's good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up. All right, welcome to Money Never Sleeps, the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. And make sure to follow me on Twitter at Luis Velasquez, and you'll get a front row seat to my insight, my rants, my personal endeavors, and so on and so forth. Uh, today, uh, what do we have on tap? We have cannabis, crypto, Tesla, SEC, civil, and... And uh, all types of lawsuits going on with them. Um, I want to I want to kick things off with uh, cannabis. You know that's been the uh, the talk of the town this week. Uh, look, there there are a lot of there are a lot many many cannabis related companies, both public and private. Some growers, some suppliers, creating different meds, so on and so forth. Uh, and that that has made the space kind of cluttered. At the same same time, making the space as clear as day. Investors need to look at the value. You have to look at the value of all these companies, see what they're doing and what the growth potential is. The real deals that are out there, you know, just just like with cryptos, you need to know what you're dealing with. You need to know what you're dealing with. Okay, so you need to know what these companies are doing, what their growth outlook is like. And what kind of partnerships they're making, you know, because you can be a grower with no distribution, you have a problem. You can be a distributor but without any partnership with, with with growers, and you have a problem, you know. So it's it's about those partnerships, the distribution, and and the uh, and what they're looking to do, how how they're going about growing their companies. But anyway, like like cannabis related companies, just like cryptos, look, truth, okay. This is beyond my opinion. All right, ninety percent of the cannabis companies out there are crap. They are unadulterated crap. They don't have the legs that investors think they will have. There is basically they're running on all hype. Okay, people think, all right, you know, I can't buy this this stock as cannabis stock. It's at one hundred and sixty, but I have a cannabis stock at a dollar fifty. So I'll buy that because it's in a cannabis space, and all of a sudden that dollar fifty turns out to be ten cents. And that 140, 150 turns out to be 250. You know, so again, it's all relative. You got to look at the value. You have to look at the value, okay? And look, don't get me wrong. There, there are some diamonds in the rough, and they, you know, they just need to be sorted out. You need to go through them and see what they have going on, management, so on and so forth. So these companies need to be sorted out, nurtured, and grown like a seedling. You know, if if any anyone expects for these companies that are that are in seedling mode just to morph into some awesome company overnight then the reality is you know they're going to get hit hard with with that reality you know that it's not possible it's not possible so you know if you're looking for a more mature company in in, in a in a very young space then you can look at the bigger companies you know um like tilray uh, Tilray, you know, has been been on fire. Um, I think that 
and, and, and I may be wrong with these numbers, so don't hold me to it, but I think that uh, the past couple of quarters of uh, this year, uh, there were either, uh, they either had revenue or they had profits of about $10 million. Of course, there's a big difference. I don't have the facts in front of me right now, you know, but the company has, is, as of now, is the largest cannabis company in the industry, bar none. Okay, and it trades on the NASDAQ. Uh, the stock, the company is, is a Canada-based, Canadian-based company. And they've emerged pretty much as the Amazon or Apple of the cannabis industry. Um, the, the, the tingle is back in the pot stocks. There's no question. And just like with the internet boom, investors, they're flocking, they're flocking, you know, to these stocks, to these companies, really not knowing what they're about. And again, goes down to do comes back to due diligence. Do you do dilly? Do you know make sure that you you're you're doing you're doing your research and finding out what you're getting involved with, you know, uh, even with your your mad money. Okay, um, the the market cap for Tilray has more than doubled in a short period of time. Uh, right now, it sits at about twenty billion, and looking to move higher. But not everyone believes the hype. And just like with any industry, you know, you have your 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 people that are for it, and you have the people that are against it. And Citron Research has a nice short position in the stock. And the reality is, when you have a company that has a small float like Tilray, it's very easy for a stock to fly high if no one's selling. You know, due due to the demand. If people are holding back, there's no stock, and you really want it. Well, what's going to wind up happening is that the only way you're going to get it is to bid it up, okay, and that's what's been happening. And you have market makers, they're bidding it up, and they're raising the price because, you know, there's no stock out there. They're not going to go short. They're not going to short the stock, you know, with a, with a thin float like this and short it to you so you own it, and then all of a sudden they have to cover, but then now they're covering 20 points, you know, in the negative. That doesn't work for them. So they're not going to be doing that. You know, other stocks they would they would do that, and you know, because they know they can trade they can trade it and make a couple of bucks on it. All right, so they're bidding up this bad boy. Uh, some other players in the space that are worth a look at include um, uh, Afria, Aurora, Cronus. Um, you know, just you know, these are companies to take a look at. You have some private companies that are out there that may have the potential of being publicly traded. You have private equity that are investing in, in this space. So it's going to be an interesting um, industry in 2019, you know, because you have the alcohol, beverage, and tobacco companies. They, look, they want a piece of the action. They want in. They want in, and it's not only because of, of it's cannabis and they're going to make a lot of money. That's well, of course, that's all. Money's always the the incentive, right? Uh, but it's because you know the the, the high margins in, in cannabis. That is not the um, the ultimate incentive for them. You know, it's it's a nice hedge, and 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 that's what I'm looking at. It's a nice hedge against their current business model, and provides some diversity. So you know, if let's say the alcohol beverage or tobacco industries let's say they go into a slump they go into a slump and all of a sudden they're moving like 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 snails and their margins you know are are being reduced because of that you know if they're involved if they have their toe dipped into in the cannabis pool then their margins can still hold their own with their involvement in the uh the cannabis industry so 
It's a good play, in my opinion, and I think a lot of companies are going to do it uh, because it does make sense. But these companies, they're going to be doing business overseas for a bit until the laws change in the United States. You know, you have state-by-state laws. I mean, even in the state, you have local laws and, you know, and state you have local city, state laws, all this stuff that, you know, you can go from one from one county to another and you could be committing a crime. You don't know. You don't know. So until they get all that straightened out and on a federal level, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a saga altogether. Okay, and th- this is going to be an ongoing saga itself with these companies as they jockey for the best possible position in the cannabis industry. And I think it's going to be an interesting story as you see players popping into this in this in this industry. Okay, and, this, and they start jumping into this into this arena that you never thought would jump into this arena. All right, so again, that's going to be interesting. Okay, now. Elon Musk. I mean, I love Elon Musk. Visionary, innovative. Okay, you know, some say he's the Albert Einstein. I'm not the Albert Einstein. Sorry, the Thomas Edison of our time. So on and so forth. You know, you know, post the post Elon Musk tweet on going private that has turned everything inside out. You know, and this is my two cents on it. If that tweet was sent out that, that that he was going to take the company private and that 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 situation that happened with Joe Rogan that he was smoking weed and drinking whiskey on the show on the podcast, if that was a ploy to reduce the value of Tesla so that it makes it more attractive to go private, I think it blew up in the, in the in his face. Okay, because Tesla right now. You know, voluntary, voluntary or not, is facing a criminal and civil probe. And, and on a civil end, uh, with the SEC, I mean, you're talking about, you know, anyone that's been aligned with Tesla and, and doing a raise, like Goldman Sachs and some private equity firms, so on and so forth. They start, you know, getting involved in this against their will. So, you know, look, they're, they're dragging other parties into the deal. Okay, and here goes the problem with that tweet and and his blog and everything else cuz Elon Musk was saying that he you know he has that the, the Saudis are going to come in they're going to do it and they're 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 all on board and everything else okay here's the problem with that the Saudi wealth fund recently invested in Tesla's competitor Lucid that's interesting now can we play devil's advocate and say hey the investment was made in order for them to bring these two companies together. Maybe that, 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 that that's an argument that could be made. Okay. Or are the Saudis all in on Lucid and not in on Tesla because of what's going on? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, we're not, it's not like the movie being John Malkovich that you're in Elon's head. You know, we, we don't know. So um, I guess we're going to find out. You know, um, again, you know, the, these probes are, the criminal probe is voluntary. Uh, the civil probe, I believe, also is voluntary. Um, so, you know, they'll, they'll go and, um, they'll cooperate and give whatever information needs to be given. And hopefully, you know, like, he comes out unscathed. Um, you know, cause I do, I do like him as, as a person. 
I think that he's been doing. He's done some amazing things. He's an innovator, and I would love to see what his end game is going to be later on. Okay, he has a lot to offer, so I like to see that. And uh, just moving on, you know, like there are some publicly traded companies. Uh, I want to talk about blockchain for a second. There are some publicly traded companies to keep an eye out in the blockchain space. Uh, one being high blockchain technologies. Now, it, there's a little bump with this. It trades on the pink sheets under the symbol HVBTF. Um, and I don't even know why I'm telling you that. Uh, basically, it's a penny stock at the moment. And it traded much higher not too long ago. You know, it's a Canadian company. And uh, I just want you to be aware of that because it's a high-risk deal if you're looking at it. Uh, the reason I even mention it is because of their involvement in blockchain and how they are using that to validate crypto transactions. All right, basically, they're looking to bring, or they've been trying to bring more trust into the space. Okay, but their mining business, to me, is a concern. Okay, it takes a lot of firepower to mine cryptos, especially Bitcoin. So if that wasn't in the equation, I think the company would be on the path to, to being one of the leaders in the blockchain space. But until then, um, you know, until, until that, you know, that, that, till then, that part of the company, in my opinion, uh, is gonna, the, the best part of the company is gonna suffer in the darkness, I believe. This is, again, my opinion. You know, you, you can draw your own conclusion, but again, I, I say do your due diligence because if you don't do your due diligence, what's going to wind up happening? You're going to wind up having, um, you know, you're going to wind up not knowing what you're investing in. Okay. Now, moving on. Uh, IBM is becoming a big player in the blockchain realm and adding lots of innovation and use of blockchain in a number of industries. With the implementation of blockchain, it can allow a company to keep a true ironclad history of a product from facility to the consumer, from the vine to your local grocery store, and so on and so forth. Uh, those are some examples. I mean, I, I'm a big advocate of blockchain technology and the, 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 you know, the, uh, the way it can be integrated into any industry is amazing to me on so many different levels. It's not just about having one major blockchain for your company. You can have many, depending on what you're doing. All right, so blockchain is here to stay and, you know, seeking out companies, both public and private, that are doing innovative things within this space is the way to go. There will be solid companies emerging, so keep an eye out, especially for those private companies that are going to be, uh, coming on the scene and you're going to, you're going to see a few of them. And I will mention Megahoot in that space because it's building and, in my opinion, will emerge as a key player in that space. So that's something that, you know, you want to you wanna keep an eye out for. Um, but anyway, that's about it for this Wednesday. Um, I want to wish those that are celebrating a happy Yom Kippur. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back with you tomorrow for the next segment of Money Never Sleeps Radio. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.
All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.